Welcome to the Living Room Podcast. My name is Andrea Button. Thank you for joining. Today is a good day to be alive. Bless the name of the Lord. We're going to discuss, as usual, the kingdom business. Talk about the kingdom. May we share on the kingdom. And today we're going to share on the favor of God or the king's favor. When we talk about favor, it's one of the most important word or topic in the scriptures or in the life of any believer. When we talk about grace, the Hebrew word for grace is Chanon, C-H-A-N-N-U-N, and it means to be considerate or show favor or is a gift. You also have the Greek word which is charis or chario, and it means to rejoice or to be glad or delighted. Grace is the state of kindness and favor towards someone. So therefore, the grace of God is the unmerited favor towards us. Before we can truly appreciate the favor of God or the grace of God, we need to understand that the perfect ideal for God was not the law of Moses. God's ideal of perfection appears in the first two chapters of Genesis before Adam and Eve disobeyed him. The law of Moses was just the first step by which God could take us out of the moral mud we were in. Amen? This was God's grace reaching out to corrupted humans, human hearts, living in a dark and evil world. Therefore, God put boundaries in place, limiting the ancient way of life in which things like slavery, revenge, you know, were socially acceptable at that time. But when you look at um, Galatians 3, 19, The law was given because of sin or transgression. Deuteronomy 27, 26 says, Cursed is the man who does not uphold the words of this law or carry them out. God who is gracious in nature in the beginning displayed this grace to man in the Garden of Eden after they sinned. No one could, you know, uphold or do all the things that the law requires to be righteous. Genesis 3.15, God said, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. This was the grace of God hidden in the seed of the woman. If you did not carry out 
all of Moses' law, you come under what we call a curse. Therefore, no human being is able to do all that, all that this you know law requires. Thus, the law is not based on faith, but works. Righteousness could not attain by the law, but through Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hung on a tree. Galatians 4.4 also says, But when the time was fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive the full rights of sons. Remember, our king, who is gracious, bring about the law, because of transgression then as promised to redeem us his children by the seed of the woman hallelujah bless the name of Jesus nothing just happened nothing just happened this grace was wrapped up in the seed of man by the breath of God from creation. For as by one man's disobedience all were prisoners on death row, so by one man's obedience many will be made righteous and live forever. And you could find this in Romans 5.19. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, all of us have sinned. No man can ever say they have never sinned they are not sinner before they're born again and fall short of the glory of God all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God but you know God is so gracious and wonderful he says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord according to Romans 6 23 God is good God is so good and all the time he is good. It is his desire from the beginning for us to live forever. Therefore he made a way by grace, not under the law. This grace, the unmerited favor of the king, our king, was concealed in the seed, his seed. This was his original intent from the foundation of the world hallelujah god is all wise had it not been for the law grace could not be displayed the way it is because you know the god of all wisdom used the law to establish righteousness hallelujah if you look in the old testament in uh, Leviticus 17 verse 11 it says for the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar 
to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. And that was under the law. You know, God is wise. He's so wise. He did all of this to establish righteousness. If you look at Hebrews 10, 34, it says, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sin every year for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins so no matter how you would go every year and the priest would go in with the blood of you know unblemished animals goats and bull for the sins of of the world of man it was not enough first he said in hebrews 10 8 to 10 sacrifices and offering burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire hallelujah nor were pleased with them though they were offered in accordance with the law then he said here i am i have come to do your will he said he set aside the first to establish the second and by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Thank you, Jesus, for your obedience. This was the original intent and it was settled in heaven before the foundation of the world. Look at wisdom. Look at God's wisdom. Before the foundation of the world, he made this preparation. Nothing just happened. Revelation 13, 8 says, Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world. Just as Jesus was predestined, we were also. Yes, we were also. Romans 8, 29 to 30 says, For whom he did foreknew, he also predestinate. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. To be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be what? The firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called them, he also justified. And whom he justified them, he also glorified. Hallelujah. So you see, we were predestined before the foundation of the world also, just as Jesus did. Ephesians 1, 4-5 says, just as he, hallelujah, in us, him before the foundation, just as he called him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. You see, God called us before as well, that we should be holy without blame before him in love, having predestinated us to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. He did that for us. He chose us, he called us in him before 
the foundation of the world. Amen. You cannot enter the kingdom of God without this grace of God. You cannot. You cannot understand the kingdom of God without the spirit of grace. For Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, by, For by grace you have been saved, through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. We can't boast about the salvation. It is a free gift. All we have to do is receive it by faith. This free gift is a guarantee. Bless the name of the Lord. The spirit of grace is the one who takes you into keeps it also keeps and establishes into the kingdom so this grace keep us take us in and keep us and also establish us into the kingdom of god second corinthians 1 21 to 20 22 says now he who establishes us with you in christ and has anointed us in God who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee hallelujah so this grace that brought us in put the seal upon us as a guarantee of our salvation and this I'm only through Jesus Christ and it is such an awesome thing that God would, before the foundation of the world would settle everything, that we today can have this wonderful privilege of coming into the kingdom of God. So by grace we are saved through faith. It's a gift. And if you have never received this free gift today, you have an opportunity to receive this gift of salvation, which is free. Romans 10 9 says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that God raised him from the dead, and you believe in your heart, then you have salvation. So if you say that today, if you confess that today, welcome to the kingdom of God. And the, the, the Bible says, when one sinner repents, when one person comes into the kingdom, the angels in heaven rejoice. So if you did that today, you have now the angels in heaven having a party for you. God bless you. I thank you so much for making such a decision. May the Lord keep you and cover you as you read the word, study his word, and share this good news with a friend. And for those of you who have been saved for a while. Please share this good news of the kingdom and so that we can have others come in and prepare to meet Jesus when he returns. Thank you so much for listening. You have a blessed day. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord provide for you, be gracious unto you, and give you his peace until the next podcast, God's willing. God bless you. Bye-bye.